What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. At time of recording, it is Wednesday, December 28, 2016, and this is the Weekly Scorch, which means I'm joined once again by the little Buffalo Wild Wings owner himself, Sam Hannon. Talk to me. It, it feels so good to be back. It's It's been literal weeks, and... Um, and and that's the reason I have trust issues. <laughs> it is. We we told people that we didn't want to miss a week. We were going to get to your 25th podcast, and you're going to pop I off the don't shirt. Don't want to miss a week. Absolutely not. But it is our last. Never again. It's our Never last again. podcast of 2016. We wanted to make it a special one. So instead of doing our usual, how was your day, Sam? How was your Christmas? It was um. It was low key good. It was low key good. Here's here's the deal. Every, every Christmas, my dad gets gets me something pretty sweet. Um, last year. My dad got my little brother a thrift shop uh, leather jacket, and then he got me a guitar. So it's only natural that this year he gets me a thrift shop leather jacket and gets my little brother a bass guitar. Mm. So yeah, it was kind of um, I wasn't I wasn't shocked. Let's just say that I wasn't shocked. Uh, my mom got me a megaphone. I don't know why, but I love it. And, I, I think uh, she, I think I saw you using it on Snapchat, the singing she, she singing got, si- singing Silent Night into a megaphone. Yeah, which is ironic because it wasn't silent at all. It was loud as fuck. Um, here, here's the deal. I, Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, he likes to go fast. I like to be loud. I'm a loud guy. So if, you ain't, if, you, if you ain't loud, you're quiet. Exactly. And, yeah, if you ain't, if you ain't the loudest, you're the quietest. And um, the funny thing was I was in Target the day before with my friend Janelle, and I had the megaphone. And I was yelling at her through the megaphone, thinking, oh, my God, I'd love to own one of these someday. And literally the next day, I open up my presents, and there's the same megaphone. So, fate? I don't know. It's so know. it's so fitting for you to have a megaphone because uh, you – I can just picture you going around in Little Buffalo Wild Wings and all over your apartment at 66 Englewood Ave. Not that I want to tell people where you live. Yeah, but, that's fine. Uh, you're just harassing people, waking them up. Making sure they're at attention when they're watching, maybe nodding yeah. off watching TV. You're just going to be even more of a menace around the house now. So that actually happened yesterday. I did wake people up with it, and um, Cam hid the megaphone for me. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I live, I live, the, I lead the life of a menace, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not sorry about it. And when I find it, it's going to be the same old shit. I'm going to be throwing that siren on real loud, wake people up, and. Uh, and that's just that's how I choose to live my life. So let me live my life. Um, but how was your Christmas? It was it was everything because my family celebrates Christmas a day early, and then we fly down to Florida on Christmas Day. That's why I'm in Boca Raton, Florida, right now, and that's why we're doing I'm a. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous, by the way. No, of course not. Uh, and we're doing a long distance weekly scorch. Someday we're gonna do a live podcast of you down here in Boca with me. That will happen. I'm, Hashtag I'm best friend goals. Uh, I my favorite present that I got. I actually wanted to ask you if your megaphone was your favorite present. It's um, it's uh, yeah. I'd say probably this year favorite present. I'm a simple guy. All right, because my favorite present that I was given, and I I am a spoiled little, little brat, so I was given a lot of different things. But my sister got me a Star Wars Lego ATST Lego set, and in for for those yes. for those not in the know about what the different Star Wars uh, uh, Empire machinations are an ATST is the smaller two-legged robot walker that's on Hoth uh, as opposed yes. to the as opposed to the ATAT which are the big four-legged robot camel looking things that's those that, are those those are fuckers those are fu- those those are fuckers and they're also the lego sets for those 
are it absolutely enormous. This is just a maybe a hundred, two hundred pieces, a little tiny guy, which is all I wanted. It is waiting in my room for when I get back from Florida. Oh, I can't that's, wait. That's a nice Sunday morning project right there. Can't wait. And someone said save it for a rainy day. I said nah. As soon as I get back, I had a, I had trouble not opening it right there as we were still opening presents and building I it. Think- yeah, I don't think I ever save Legos for a rainy day. I think I just built Legos straight whenever. Absolutely. Like sunny day, stay inside, build Legos. <laughs> F- fuck you, fuck you, son. We're, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do whatever I want. You don't dictate me. But um, so that was your favorite gift. That was my favorite gift, and uh, also my dad got me a Dirk Nowitzki jersey because he's my favorite player of all time, and he's gonna be. And on the same day. The 24th that he gave me that jersey, Dirk came back from injury and had 17 points in 14 minutes because he's the greatest foreign player of all time. He's a boss. He's a boss. I love that dude so much. And uh, that one-legged fadeaway with the tongue out forever. Anyway. Amazing. We wanted to get to So Hot Right Now because it's been weeks since we did it. And for those of you who want to get in touch with the show, you can give us your So Hot Right Now recommendation, whether it's a book, a movie, a song, a Christmas present, Anything that you want to recommend to us, get in touch with the show. Hashtag so hot right now. Tweet at us at the AJ Rose Show. Email us, email us AJRoshow at gmail.com. Go on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the AJ Rose Show. Tell us what is so hot right now. Sam, what is so hot right now? Okay, I got two so hot right now. Um, the first one is people saying 2017 is going to be worse than 2016. That's so hot right now. Um, uh, some people are like, yeah, no, there's no way it could be worse than 2016. Um, and then there's a large group of people that are saying, no, it, it could be worse and it might be worse. So that's that's pretty hot right now. I, for one, think – I'm naive. So when we enter a new year, I think it's going to be the best year ever. We're very naive. and uh, I, I'm naive, so – it's There's a fine line between optimism and naivety. I think the two of us straddle that line on a regular basis. Yeah. Because we, like we like to believe in people. I, I'm, I'm a big-time believer. And so, so you, but you think, do you, you think that 2017 is going to be much better than 2016? Well, yeah, but I also know that I'm going to be in the same seat I am right now, uh, a year from now saying, wow, that was, that was rough. That was a rough one. Yeah. We may be in for a rough one. I don't know if we're, I don't know if it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows in 2017. I certainly hope that we can continue having this podcast and discuss the sun and rain that, uh, happens, but what. Yeah. So, so that's your so hot right now. So hot right now is 2017. Yeah, and then I have a second one. Um, so hot right now. Books. Books are so hot right now. Not reading them, but having them. Yeah, and giving them as gifts. I completely agree. Giving what? them as gifts. Um, filling up a bookshelf. There's not. We have a bookshelf, an empty one. And every time I can bring a book back and put it on the shelf. I mean, I'm not going to read these books that I got for presents. Listen. But if I can fill that bookshelf up, you it, have it to, fills me with excitement. Your apartment has to have many leather-bound books. It's just, yes, leather-bound, paperback. I, I honestly don't care. I want millions of words on that shelf because it's just – it's when people come in and they go, oh, wow, these guys like to read. It's, it's, it's an optical illusion. It's exactly like when you have – you and what you guys have in your room, a vinyl record player with a bunch of records. Yeah. Do we play records often? No. no but, we, <laughs> we have them, but we have them, so – learn about culture a little bit I L- guess. luckily for me a lot of the books on my bookshelf are just calvin and Hobbes and like video game strategy are- guides and just stuff that i've actually flipped through and and i enjoy that i actually fun fact sam i've never told you this but yeah. i uh when i i made a will one time and i yeah. i left all my calvin and Hobbes books to caleb your little brother no way <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah. Hey, uh, quick question, side question. Are you in a constant fear of death? Um, 
No, I just sort of have really messed up sort of narcissistic ideas about what it would be like if I'd sort of dropped dead. Like people would be mourning and yeah. being like AJ was the greatest and it's really, it's think, really, it's profoundly yeah. messed up. Yeah, this year for me has been a big time, oh shit, do I have cancer year? <laughs> what you're just like you're doing you're doing the stretch and rake on your little your little raisinettes and yeah. then you just feel a yeah, little lump just, yeah you just find like a little bump or a lump and you just say like okay well i guess i should start preparing sam are you- and i go hey i go hey mom uh, this is how i want to go i want to i want you to literally uh put me up in a fire i want all my friends and family in an open area and i want you to blow me up in fireworks yep. and let me rain down on everyone yep so absolutely yeah let me rain down on everyone. It's gonna be gruesome, but that's that's how I want to go. Those are my final wishes. And then so you just, you just my, I'm I'm a menace, so I if I die, it's gonna be it's gonna be a grand celebration, you know. But it's not people aren't gonna enjoy it. Uh, I just want to be buried inside the jewelry store like two chains. Oh yes. If I die, bury uh, me inside the jewelry store. Bury me store. inside the jewelry store. Uh, also, are you more of a stretch and rake or a pinch and roll guy? What do you mean? When you're, you know, your your hands are on that warm place, are oh, you are you uh, a stretch and rake or a pinch and roll? Stretch and rake. Uh, I'm a stretch and rake. <laughs> yep. I just can't believe that the, like that you couldn't come up with more accurate terms. I saw those one time, just <laughs> absolutely killed me. Okay, my so hot right now. What's hot? Yeah, what's hot? My so hot right now recommendation. Like four times in the last two weeks, my dad has cooked chicken thighs, not chicken Ooh. legs. Not not the not drumsticks, not not the healthy white meat chicken breast, just straight chicken thighs. And yeah, chicken, yeah. Just chicken thighs, delicious dark meat chicken with some seasoning, oh. and uh, it's been fantastic every single time. And it's awful because you trick yourself into thinking you're eating healthy because you're like, I'm eating chicken, but you're just yeah. eating like the darkest, unhealthiest part of the chicken, and you're just scrou- scrounging it down. And uh, I, I ate like two chicken thighs at 4.30 a.m. last night, well, this, thanks, last, this well, morning. Okay, first of all, thanks for ruining chicken thighs for me. I thought they were healthy. <laughs> That's the only thing I buy. Here's here's the deal with chicken thighs. You can literally do anything with them. It's amazing. Um, what I did last night, and here here I am, clean eats. Um, I threw some onions in the pan, a little olive oil. I let those caramelize. Then I um, then I threw the chicken thighs in, a little salt and pepper, and then I threw a little spinach on top to let it kind of just uh, uh, what's it called uh, cook cook down on top of the chicken. And then I covered that shit in gouda. Yeah, I covered it in gouda. That's a that's a gouda job out of you, Sam. Seriously, glutenful uh, uh, white tortilla, and mm. it was delicious. But it, it, okay, here's here's the thing. Um, here's the thing about clean eats. My mind and my body are two separate entities. Absolutely. Right? Entities. So I'm constantly just tricking my body into believing things. <laughs> so I'm like, you... I'm like, if if you say it enough times, your body's like, oh shit, I'm getting all the nutrients that I need. I could be eating Cheetos and being like, yeah, there's corn in these. It's healthy. I'm eating corn right now. And my body's like, yeah. And so so that's that's kind of how I treat my body. If I, I didn't get sleep the other night, I was exhausted. But I did a couple jumping jacks and I said, wow, that was a great eight, eight hours of sleep last night. I say it out loud so that my ears can hear it. <laughs> and then when, when your body says, oh, shit, wait, I thought we didn't sleep. You're like, no, we did. We had eight hours. It was a full eight hours. We never get eight hours. It was a great eight hours. Your body just goes, oh shit, okay, well I I had eight hours of sleep. What's no, your what's your theory? What's your theory about food that you eat when you come home drunk? Oh, it doesn't count. <laughs> no, it absolutely does not. Your body. So here's the here's the science behind it. 
your body is actually still processing the alcohol, so the the food just moves through your body. <laughs> all you gotta do, all you gotta do is just eat a little laxative right after, right after, and it's fine. Just, just you know, some chick, some late night chicken thighs and some X lax, and you're good to go. Well, your your best shit is the shit after a night of drinking. So that's that's the biggest one for me, at least. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> and and we 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 did our so hot right now. I think we we killed that. And now we got to get a little bit more somber, Sam, because we said that it was not the greatest 2016. And one of the reasons it was not a great 2016 is because we lost so many people that are near and dear to our hearts. We lost a lot of famous people that did a lot of great work in a ton of different mediums. Yes, and Lord. We wanted to make it a two-parter, so we are going to first talk about people we lost. When you think of 2016 and people we lost, Sam. What are some of the names you're going to think of first? Well, most recently, Carrie Fisher, but the, the big ones, um, uh, Prince. Prince. Um, Purple Rain was on I, TV last night. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, Michael Jackson, even though he actually died seven years ago, still <laughs> still hurts in 2016. Um, who are some of the other, other big, big ones? David Bowie. David Bowie. Yep. I think the, I think the biggest one of them all is Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, uh, you're just every because I because I, I I can't in my head I can't come up with a list because there have been so many. There have been so many. This I'm about to just reel off a bunch, Sam, and you're gonna just lose your mind at how many people we've lost this year. Ready? So just, so to our listeners, just imagine that the I will remember you song is playing, and AJ just rattle off these names. Let's get over this. Yeah, just as long as you don't imagine that song by Daughtry Home that they played whenever somebody got voted off American Idol that year. Just that's yeah. that's the key. Anyway, yeah. or or, uh, or don't picture had a bad day because that doesn't fit either. Had a bad day was that James Blunt? No, 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 that's a good guess, but it's uh, Daniel Powder who had just the one hit. Although oh, James, so you you, you you mixed up oh, you you him. mixed up sad white you like sad boy white one hit wonder guys because James Blunt only had you're beautiful. That was yeah. his version of that. Yeah, and James Blunt said he's coming out with an album, so maybe twenty seven. Maybe 2017 is just the year of James Blunt. You're right. Yeah, I agree. Maybe it's the James Blunt-assance. The Blunt-assance. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Blunt-assance for another reason because Massachusetts legalized marijuana. But in any case. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. All right. So here are some other people we lost this year. We lost uh, Alan Rickman, a.k.a. Severus yeah. Snape. That was that was a tough one. Uh, we recently lost Craig Sager, the, the god of uh, sideline reporting. Hey, it, can we take a break from these names really quick already? Yes. Um, Craig Sager will be dearly missed. Dearly, dearly missed. He, he, that, that one actually hits home because he was just such a presence and his suits were always amazing and he was just a great all around guy. It's the crazy, and, like when you go to a game, you'd be like, there's KG, we're at the Celtics game and, and there's Rondo and there's, you know, uh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, they're playing the Clippers. Oh shit. There's Craig Sager wearing his crazy suit. It was like part of the reason of the experience of going to a game. It's he he just embedded himself in NBA culture. It was awesome. And in, in, in sports culture. So it's it just sucks when we lose guys like that, when we lose guys like Stuart Scott. Exactly. That's a good it's a Can, good way to cancer's, say it. Cancer's cancer's a son of a bitch. It really so, is a son of a bitch. Um so maybe twenty seventeen, maybe we'll find a cure to cancer. I don't know. Um but anyway, keep keep rattling off these names. We're gonna we're gonna speed them up because we did we yep. said we said George Michael and Carrie Fisher. We also yep. lost Gene Wilder, the OG Willy Wonka. Yeah, Gene Wilder was a genius. Had those big baby blue eyes. Leonard Cohen, yeah, Fife Dog. 
from Tribe Called Quest. Jose Fernandez was 24 years old and the future of baseball in terms of pitching yeah, for Miami. Yeah, that, that one hit home too. That was really sad. And uh, he was 24 years old. I'm turning 24 in like two weeks. It's really crazy a, to think about. He was about. a phenom. He had everything in front of him. It's a shame. Anton Anton Yelchin, the Russian dude from Star Trek, who yeah. like just randomly got pinned by his jeep. Ugh, yeah, got killed by his car. Just rolled That's back weird. over him. Yeah, just rolled into him. That's uh, weird. Ar- Arnold Palmer. We lost Arnold Palmer okay, this wait. year. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> you didn't know we lost. Yeah, we lost Arnold uh, Palmer this year, okay. Sam. Well, everyone, go to your go to your store. Get a get a lemonade. Get an iced tea. Make a nice Arnie Palmy alert, and then uh, pour it, pour it, pour it's, it right out. It's all I'm drinking this New Year's. It's all I'm yeah. drinking this New Year's. It's going to be oh, too much yeah. sugar, but that's okay. Just Ar- Arnie Palmy alerts all over the place, left and right. Let's uh, let's let's get over this together. So okay, keep going. It turns out that Carrie Fisher was not the only original Star Wars member uh, that we lost this year because Kenny Baker, aka Ar- the original R two D two, passed away this year. Oh yeah, I'm not sad about that. Oh, it's okay. Pat Pat Summit, the famous uh, women's basketball yep. head coach. Gordy Howe, the the hockey legend. Yeah. We lost Kimbo Slice this year. Yeah, that was not a shocker. I I don't know whether it was a shocker or not because he was so young. I don't know. Yeah, but that yeah that's sad. Remember his uh, his YouTube videos, the the backyard brawls. Those were insane. It was it it was the stuff of legends. Kim. I mean, he literally was he was a le- he he made himself a legend. Yeah, a self made legend. Um, yeah. Well, a real off of the feud, just to end the thing, uh, we lost Gary Shandling, Ellie Wiesel, Harper Lee, Abe Vigoda. Wait, 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 Ellie Wiesel died? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. This year, man. Well, he was pretty old. Crazy, crazy year. Yeah, he was old, though. Yes. He was like 89. Yes. It's, it's, it's much less sad to think about somebody who, get, once you hit 80, to me, once you hit 80 and you pass, like, you lived a good long life and God bless you. And I, you if know. you can, if you can, hey, to our listeners, if you can go out and get the book, um, what is it, Night? Night, yeah. The L- L.A. Wiesel book, it's, it is, um, it's terrifying, but it is an amazing book. And so go out, go out and read Night. And so, Sam, we talked about all the people we lost, and we're going to miss them dearly, and rest in peace to all those we lost this year. They'll be loved for a long time. We also wanted to make sure that we protect people we don't want to lose going forward yeah. into 2017 really, and beyond. This is a really popular thought. We're, we're, we're coming down to the wire on the new year. Um, just before, before we, before we choose, you know, name who we really, really don't want to lose, let's just let's – just, here's a, a quick PSA to, to celebrities – um, that haven't died this year. Uh, stay inside. Yeah. Get, just, just get some sleep. You know, drink, drink a big glass of water or a big glass of uh, warm milk, big Ma- cup of warm milk, Ma- and just, and just sleep for the next couple of days. Let's, let's get to 2017. It's, it's going to be really important that you don't put yourself in any kind of position outdoors. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Final Destination, AJ, but <laughs> crazy shit happens. So. What's his name? Who's Andra? What's his name? The guy from Star Trek? Anton Yelchin. Yeah, Anton Yelchin. He got pinned by his car. That is some final. That is absolutely some final destination shit. That was final destination shit. So don't don't do anything. Don't do anything. Stay inside. Just do us all a favor and let's let's make it to 2017. Let's make some more. Let's make some more movies, shows, music, 
let's just play it safe. So, AJ, you want to start us off? And in that spirit, we're going to each of us have three people that we particularly we, – people people we don't want to lose, not only in 2017 but just in perpetuity, people we don't want to lose. I started out with the most practical of all these these people, and that is uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> uh, hey, Ruth, Ruth, if you're listening, I doubt it, but um, we need you. Yeah, need, we really not do. Not even – so not even a 2017. This one's a beyond. This this is this is a this is this is a minimum 2020 type deal. Yeah, let's 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 take it easy, Ruth. Let's take it easy. Let's not get too fired up. Let's just keep doing your job. Um, um, take Ruth. your take whatever pills you're taking. If you're taking pills, just make sure that you're balancing that with with some water. Got to got to hydrate. Just. We need you to 2020. If you're if so. you're if Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a Game of Thrones fan, like maybe just stop watching. I know that season seven is going to be exciting and shit's going to hit the fan, but I think it's just you know we don't want your heart hey, stopping. Don't don't do anything exciting. If does she have grandkids? Stay away from them <laughs> for for the next four years. Just stay away from your grandkids, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Stay away from your grandkids. Those kids are too probably too rambunctious. You gotta you really gotta live. <laughs> You really got to live in a metaphorical bubble for the next four years. I, I'm, I'm saying, if we lose you, it's, it's game over it's, for us. It's so curtains, you man. Stick in there. All right, Sam, who's your first? James Earl Jones. I, I completely love this one. I love that um, we, we definitely don't want to lose Earl James Jones. Earl Jones. Yeah. So actually, kind of nervous for James Earl Jones because Carrie Fisher, I just saw her in the Star Wars movie, and then the next day she died. So James Earl Jones, I think, still voices Vader, right? Yep. Yep, so he's in the movie. I'm not saying that this is a Final Destination situation because she died of cardiac arrest, but I, I'm also not saying that it's not. And, you know, so, James Earl Jones is 85. Like, we're, we're, 85. we're knocking on the door. Yeah, we're, we're knocking, we're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door for you. Um, even though I think, honestly, I think he'd have a better voice than God once he gets up there. Absolutely. I, I, I think I mean, that... So, if, if, yeah, you're, if you were to choose... I, if you were to choose one person to narrate your life, it would not be Morgan Freeman. I would absolutely turn, choose James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones is a boss. He's Yeah, he's old. I haven't really heard much from him lately. So just kind of like we, we need you to make it to 2017. James, like, James, like let's, not have, let's not have a year where celebrities die. Like let's, let's wait till 2018. Anyone on this list, I think, at least has to make it to 2018 so that we can just have a year off. And James, do us a favor, invoke the spirit of your character Mufasa from The Lion King and remember mm-hmm. who you are. You're a legend, yeah. man. Stay with us. All right, my second yeah. my second person is uh, uh, another musician who had hits in the same period of time as Prince and George Michael and David Bowie, and that is the boss, Bruce Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I really please, need I really yeah. need Bruce to, to stick around because he is such a uh, eternal source of happiness. And I was lucky enough to go to some live band karaoke around Christmas time and uh, got to make some people happy by invoking the boss and singing Santa Claus is coming to town. And it's just I, I we've already lost Clarence Clemens. I, I can't lose Bruce, man. Yeah, we yeah, we absolutely Bruce um, just take it easy. You, you don't have to be the biggest boss. You're, you're, you're that anyway. So just like, and Bruce, it's a dangerous, Bruce, that's a dangerous time to make music compared to Ginsburg and James Earl Jones. He is spry. He's a spry 67. Yeah. And, and that scares me a little bit because that's kind of a wild card death right there. So wild card. that's like a George Michael death. Um, I don't know what George Michael died of. 
I, I, I honestly didn't even look it up. I didn't want to know. So I'd... he died. He died peacefully at 53. So that to me says that he had something. But, um, but Bruce, keep doing you. Gotta, gotta just not surprise us this year, next year. Just stick it out. I want you making music for the next couple decades. So. All right. Who's your second, Sam? Um, John Madden. Is he dead yet? I don't think. I don't think he's dead yet. John Madden um, is. John Madden is 80 years young. Yeah, so if if you die, John Madden, we're not gonna. No one's gonna be able to play your video games without crying. Seriously, seriously, because what we're gonna we're just gonna pretend we're just gonna use the same voice cuts over and over again. We're just gonna ask. We're so. just gonna we're just gonna ask Madden as tears roll down our face. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, how am I supposed to? What? I, so I'm so I'm on the I'm on the seven yard line, right? It's it's fourth. It's fourth and goal, and and I'm wondering what the hell to do. Do I kick the field goal? Time, Time's running out. I'm. Who am I going to ask? You? Like, no. I don't think I can. I don't think I can do that. So, so punt. So punt it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna. So, uh, punt so, it so, so, so here's the plan for New Year's: eat a turducken for John Madden, even though he's still with us, and then wash it down with a nice Arnold Palmer. Yeah, wash it down with a nice Arnold Palmer, and oh man, I just going down this this list of people that we don't want to lose is just making me kind of upset. But, um, <laughs> But um, who's you know, your next? Who's your next one? So, so in 2006, uh, Anton Yelchin, who we we talked about as is past, he was in a movie called Charlie Bartlett uh, with Robert Downey Jr., where he uh, was the sort of peddled drugs to kids and like pills to kids yeah. in school. And the there was a person who made a cameo in that movie, a young up and coming actor who had just uh, finished a stint on Degrassi. His name is Aubrey Graham. And uh, I really don't want Drake to leave us anytime soon. Yeah, he's got to stick around for another, like, 40 years at least, right? At least. Uh, Drake is is just hitting 30, and he has the Midas touch, and every single year that he continues to be alive, he just puts out bangers, and uh, we need them. We need need Drake to stick around. That's good. And it also scares me because he has a history of – um, hurting himself pretty badly. Uh, he was in a wheelchair when he was a kid. <laughs> um, he got he got shot when he was a kid. So shout out to the real OGs out there. Then again, maybe she will. Yeah. Then again, maybe she will. Maybe talking about Lady Death. But um, so my my third and final. Although I have a couple bonus ones that I want to throw at you, but I'm just going to rattle those off after we're done. This is people um, we don't want to lose in 2017. What do we got, Sam? Pe- people we don't want to lose. Hugh Hefner, not dead yet. Wow, great one. Um, it's just so it's just like he's getting old i'm starting to he's got he's still got these young babes around him but i'm starting to wonder like if he's still having sex and half is half is the oldest guy on this list he's 90 yeah do you think he's still having sex with these girls i think he is is uh he takes whatever whatever pill the dude who invented viagra takes that's the pill he takes Yeah, probably. I so yeah, Hugh sticking in there. Uh, I need you to stick around for at least another year. Let's let's hold this one off till 2018. I know that um, Playboy is kind of going the route of Maxim, where it's a little bit more content driven, not not very uh, picturesque. Um, that's kind of upsetting. But I, I choose to remember him in in the days where uh, where it was just full on nudie mag. Yeah, I mean those that's were, what that's were, what that's what that's what it's always going to be associated with. So we hope that half yeah. No, God, you think the what? No, no, you, you, you first. I was saying that Hef uh, gave a little fun fact about Hef is that he gave uh, a famous author his first start 
to write in Playboy magazine in the early 50s, and that'd be Ray Bradbury. No way. I believe that's true. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's I, true. I believe. I believe. Um, so, Hugh, um, just stick it out until 2018. I really, I think the first, actually the first naughty picture that I saw online was uh, Playgirl or Playboy of the Month. Um, it was like October or something. She was beautiful. So... So go here, keep doing your thing, buddy, and um, just stick it out one more year. Let's have a clean 2017. Stick it out? That's good. Stick it out. Yep, stick it in, stick it out, whatever. All right, so who are the bonus ones? Did you have a third? I, I did my third. I did I did Ginsburg, Springsteen, and Drake. Okay, true, true. And uh, just to recap, I did James Earl Jones, John Madden, and Hugh Hefner. So we'll have a follow-up throughout 2017 just to make sure that they're all doing well. Uh, my bonus, Stephen Hawking. Yeah! Kind of invented the idea of the universe. Um, prob- uh, I don't think that's true, but uh, to me, he did. And also, he's just—he's a pleasure to have around. Um, here's some low-key ones uh, that are probably on a lot of people's death death lists: um, Amanda Bynes and uh, Lindsay Lohan. Stick around, ladies. Stick around. S- stick around. Stick around, guys. Uh, you know, shoot out a tweet. Just let me know how you're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, at the AJ Rose like show can, hashtag yeah. uh, people we don't want to lose. They haven't yeah hashtag people we don't want to lose. Um, we could keep that one going, but it's just like they when they don't tweet for a while, I get nervous. <laughs> like I get ner I get I wake up I wake up and I'm like oh, please please I hope you tweeted at like four thirty in the morning something crazy because if you didn't then I'm worried. I ju- I just will always associate Amanda Bynes with uh, her tweet that she wanted Drake to quote murder her vagina. Oh yeah, did she say the p word though? No, she said vagina. No, she said vagina. Oh my god, that is amazing. That is amazing. Totally. If I were Drake, I would have. And uh, who knows? Uh, maybe that'll be the thing that uh, offs the two of them. Anyway, we wanted to okay. talk. We wanted to get to my favorite new segment, and this is a, a bit of piece of meta segments because this segment is called Sam's Segments. Yeah, it's kind of a segment inception here. It's segments within segments within segments. It's kind of like when you look in a mirror at a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So many, just so many of you. You don't even know. You don't endless. Even know which which one the real you is. So it's like so what we're gonna do segments. is th- this this in in this segment, Sam, you're just gonna pitch a couple of segments at us and give us a little taste, and if we like them, maybe we'll come back to them. Yeah, so I got I got um I got two big ones. Let me just uh, lay, lay it on us. Here we go. And the first has to do with the uh, the mascot of Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show, the great John Gruden. Yep. So uh, we got Gruden's grind words. I know I said that pretty fast. Um, it's it's uh, Gruden's grind words. So John Gruden loves to pull up a, a definition. He loves new vocabulary. He actually thrives off new vocabulary because. He's uh, one of the most vivid uh, color color guys uh, I've ever heard. Um, so Gruden's grind words today. My Gruden's grind word is um, grabbable. 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 It's um. It, if you read it, if you read it, your first your first inclination is what is grabbable? Um, because there's so many B's in there, but it's grabbable. It's not actually a word, but I've but people use it, and um, it means something that's easy to grab. So like uh. One of my friends, she's a girl. She said her favorite, um, one of her favorite things that people tell her is that she's got a grabbable ass. And I, I think that I'm a quarter dyslexic. So when I read that, I was like, shut up, because I thought she was making up a word like gobble. And uh, but it's grabbable. So that's my Gruden's grind word. 
That's one of her favorite compliments that she gets from people is that people tell yeah, her she has well, a grabbable well, ass. Well, to be more specific, it was uh, comments of physical comments. Okay. So my my physical comment or my physical uh, uh, my fa- my physical favorite is um, handsome. I, I don't know why, but I love it. What I'm getting called getting called handsome? Handsome is probably my favorite thing. You can guess what people have called me more than anything else, and that'd be tall. Tall. Yeah, tall's, a good, tall's a good one. Tall's a good one. And I always go, you know what? There's a lot worse things to be called than tall. Uh, so, so I often don't. So Gruden loves to throw these words up um, on was it Thursday night football? Monday night. Okay, Monday night. Thank God Thursday nights aren't even worthy of John Gruden. Let's hope that they just get abolished Thursday night football. Thursday also, night football, sh- shout, get rid of it. shout out to uh, the football on Saturday and Sunday this past week being called the Thursday night special on Saturday uh, and Sunday. Oh, they they need they need some help. Oh, what are you doing tonight, honey? On the Saturday night? Oh, I'm watching the Thursday night special. What? Oh, it's Saturday. You're crazy. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know you know why they call it the Thursday night special is because they have a concussion problem in the NFL. Yeah. The guys who are the guys who are running the show literally are ex players and they've had concussions. They're they, the ones running the show, so that, they're they don't know what day it is. Just CTE sad. induced. Oh man, that was it's, that was uh, too real. I'm gonna we'll, we'll hopefully do a thing where every time you give us a Gruden grind word, uh, you you know if if you were spelling it in a spelling bee and you say could you use it in a sentence, they would immediately cut to John Gruden using it in a sentence. So it would be yeah, like yeah, we're we're gonna yeah, I think we should do that, and we're gonna we're gonna cut the, we're gonna we're gonna workshop this one. So some, this one's gonna. This one's going to be a living, breathing document. Something like, when the Indianapolis Colts accused the Patriots of deflating the footballs, they were accusing them of making the balls more grabbable. Yeah, gr- oh, exactly. That is exactly. That is exactly how I want this to go. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come up with a grind word. We can come up with a grind word. I don't care what it is. And then we're going to have you uh, use it in a, in a Gruden sentence. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I like where this is going. So Okay, my next segment pitch. My yep. next segment pitch. This is kind of a big one. Moment of science. Okay. <laughs> let's just let's just take let's just let's just have a quick moment of science for uh, onions. For onions making people cry. We're gonna have a moment of science here. Um, the science behind that is when an onion is cut, this chemical is released into the air. It irritates the lacrimal glands, causing them to excrete tears. Chewing gum while cutting onions prevents tears by forcing you to breathe through your mouth. And that was our first moment, moment of, of science. science. So let's have a quick moment of silence for uh, for onions. Making people cry. So that those were my two segment pitches this week. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have two or three more next week. That was fantastic, Sam. These. What's that? That was really good. Those were really good okay. segments. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna workshop these. This is gonna be good. And now, serious thoughts. Serious thoughts. Okay, are you ready? For, do I'm you ready. Have a serious thought. I have a serious thought. All right, ready? Okay. One, two, three. Madonna. Yeah, Amy Schumer. And Madonna. <laughs> yeah, she's she's she was twerking with Ariana Grande. Madonna's it, Madonna gets a uh, Madonna gets an honorable mention in terms of people we don't want to lose in 2017. I hope that she continues to be like a sex symbol just by like power of will until she's not, 85. Yeah, I'm not sure that she is still alive. Madonna? Yeah, have you seen Men in Black? You know when they have those little uh, aliens like in the human bodies running running the show? Yeah, that's kind of how I imagine Madonna with her like weirdly muscular arms. She she is really jacked. 
Anyway, she's she's ripped. So so we wanted well, to talk well, about. Well, God, well, no, go ahead. What we didn't get to was um was a little bit of NFL talk. Oh yeah, we completely skipped over we, uh, yeah, the Ryan. So we, excited about not losing people. We in we 2017. we uh, we skipped over the Ryan brothers. We skipped over Rob and Rex leaving us. So give us a rundown. So the Bills, after losing to the Dolphins in overtime to go seven and eight and be eliminated from playoff contention for the seventeenth straight year, let go of not only Rex Ryan, their head coach, but Rob Ryan, who they had Rex had hired to be his defensive coordinator. And of course, the Bills ranked twenty fourth in defensive DVOA this year. Just another stellar Rob Ryan defense. So, so did they? So they took it. So did they? First of all, did the Bills think that this was a good idea from the jump? That's a very serious character question. I think they thought that Rex Ryan was going to be a good hire and that he was going to get him back to the playoffs. I really thought they thought that. And then do, do you think that they thought hiring Rex Ryan's brother, Rob Ryan, who has one of the worst defense, uh, def- probably defensive minds in the league? I don't think they thought it was a good idea. I think Rex thought it was a good idea. Yeah, so um, so they fired they fired Rex Ryan, and then they, they were really careful with um, – with, how they phrased the firing to uh, to Rob Ryan because they relieved Rob Ryan of his duties, which is kind of a nice way of saying firing. If they had told Rob Ryan that he was fired, he would have gotten all defensive. Yeah, he's great at defense. So, um, so yeah, that's that's just about does it for the Re- uh, Robin Rex firings. I'm curious to see where they land if they land anywhere. They have got to it's get kind of- on TV, man. They would be fantastic on TV. Go where. To TV. Oh, to TV, or or they could just or they could just coach the Browns together. No, we wanted to apologize because we just had to step out for a second. So our conversation about 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 Rob Ryan and Rex Ryan coaching the Browns got interrupted by the fact that I ran out of space on my startup disc. So we're back with fighting okay, fire with so fire. We took a little hiatus. Let's just dive back into it real quick, and um, let me let me hit you with a perfect storm scenario. You go ahead, for the Sam. Browns. So Rex and Rob Ryan are out of a job, right? Yep. They they land head coach Rob Ryan, head coach. Ro- oh, the switcheroo! A little a, l- a little switcheroo here to keep things keep things interesting. Uh-huh. I think they'll be fine with that. Or better yet, co head coach. Two co head coaches. Okay. And then and then we get the perfect guy to be both offensive and defensive coordinator. And who would that so be? So if the Browns if the Browns are going to make waves, they're going to make. Rex and Rob, twins, co-coaches, right? And then they're going to have someone take over offensive and defensive coordinating. Have two headsets, two books, two pat, two two uh, surface surface pros, whatever, two surface pros, one in each hand. And and this guy's going to have to work it with his nose. He's not going to have the hands to be able to do the thing, right? He's just going to have two oh. surface yep. pros on his yep. hands. Who's it going to be? And that's Jeff. And that's Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Jeffrey Arnold Fisher. Is that his? Full, are you just making that up? You have no idea. I, that's, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'll that sounded later, good. But. That sounded really good. I would have totally believed that that if you would if you would roll with it that that's Jeff Fisher's middle name. Here's here's my deal. I I, I, I white lie a lot. It's a, it's a problem, <laughs> but it, not not important things. But I'll I'll just throw white lies all over the place. Um, if you say it with um, if you say it with certainty. Yep. As if it's fact. Yep. There's a good chance people are going to be like, "Oh shit, I didn't know that." Uh, or, oh, that makes sense. You know, you know. So if I say Jeffrey Arnold Fisher, I, people are going to be like, "I didn't know 
well, first of all, I didn't know Jeff's. Sam, I, I, Jeff do, I do believe the entire nation just experienced that in this election. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly what you exactly just said. What, yeah. If he says, hey, I, I know what your problem is. It's Mexicans. Mexicans are the problem. Then people are going to be like, wow, I didn't know. Well, first of all, I thought they were, but I, would, I didn't know for sure. And now I'm positive. So one more thing about the NFL before we move on to our, yep. uh, our uh, cinema conclusion yep. part of this podcast is yep. now that Derek Carr has gotten hurt for the Raiders, are we penciling in the Patriots to the Super Bowl? Um, I, yes. Yep. Because First of all, we don't have to see Denver at all. Yep, Denver's out. And Denver only half scared me because of uh, Vaughn Miller. Vaughn yep. Miller scares the living shit out scared of me. Dude, scary dude. So you don't want to you don't want to be playing Von Miller you know what, at any point you know what, in the playoffs. You know what three dudes don't scare you? Matt McGloin, Matt Moore, and Tom Savage. Yeah, okay. First of all, they sound like eighties um uh celebs. They sound like eighties TV show hosts and Oh Saint Saint Elmo's Fire Two with Matt McGloin and Tom Savage. Savage. Tom Tom Savage. Tom the Macho Man Tom Savage, oh yeah. This is another, <coughs> this is another uh, crime crime series with Tom Savage. Yeah, so Tom. that's that's what. So yeah, fuck that. See you later, Patriots. I'm gonna pencil. I, I mean, here's what I'm gonna pencil. And what are you gonna pencil? I'm gonna pencil in? in AFC Championship game at Gillette, Pittsburgh Steelers at the New England Patriots. That'd I think be... that's that's a surefire pick. I, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting game. That'd be really fun. I I, I think it's Gillette. If it's snowing, if it's snowing, that's really important to me. Um, I think we come away with the win there, and I think you can pencil us into the Super Bowl. It, it certainly seems like if we get anything other than Pat's Steelers or Pat's Chiefs as the uh, AFC Championship game, everybody's going to be flabbergasted. All right, so we've covered our NFL things, and uh, now we oh, have to you get. Know who, you know who doesn't scare me still? Who doesn't scare you? The Seahawks. The, the Seahawks. Uh, I don't think the Seahawks are making the Super Bowl, so I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think we have to worry yeah. about that. Yeah. Who's uh, okay? Who's taking it from the NFC? I th- really, I do no. I really do think it's the Cowboys. I really you do. Think it's the Cowboys. I yeah. really, really do. So the Giants are out of the playoffs. The Giants. The Giants are in. The Giants are in. The Giants are in. They're locked into they, the five seed. So they just squeaked in. They. Uh, it, do you want a trilogy? If I if I told you 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 could have. Patriots Giants three. Would you take it? Um. Yes. I would not. Why? Why wouldn't you? Because I can't even stomach the thought of stomaching the thought of losing to Eli Manning a third time. Yeah, that's the thing though. Third time's a charm for us. I don't. I don't think we lose that game. I honestly. I like. Our defense is stepping up at the right time. It's taken a whole year for our defense to find its groove. They have played no good quarterbacks since they played Russell Wilson when he sliced and diced the Pats for 348 yards and three touchdowns. Okay, sure, but our okay. So here's here's a matchup. Here's a matchup. Does this worry you? Uh, uh, facing a, an o, an ODB facing a uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Does yes, that, scare you? that fucking scares the bejesus out of me. That dude is really good. Who covers him? Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler, and you know who's you know who's hitting his stride right now? Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler had two takeaways. Granted, against the Jets, but still, two takeaways is two takeaways. It's kind of a kind of a huge game for him. And, and uh, 
and he's just looking good. He's active. He's all over the place. He's getting his hands and everything. I'm I'm not worried about. I agree that the I'm defense almost, is playing better, but we 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 don't we don't have to get into this right now because both but, the Patriots so, and Giants are one, far one away from the Super Bowl. So you think it's a Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl? And not only do I want that, but the NFL ratings wise wants that so bad. They want to patch yeah. Cowboys Super Bowl so bad, and. It would be utterly spectacular if Azika Dak Ellicott made it all the way to the Super Bowl as rookies. I love those two so much. Yeah, I think we play the Packers in the Super Bowl if we make it. The Packers! The Dragon, the best football player alive, Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. He um yeah, he's he's good again. He's Aaron Rodgers again. He's I, Aaron Rodgers. He's he is surgical. He is absolutely he's, he's surgical and smart. And it's it's incredible to watch. So that yeah, I think that does it for the NFL. I think we're we're in for a great couple of weeks. I cannot wait for January football. I can't wait for January football. Sam, what what uh, what do you want to talk about now? Um, I think I want to talk about Passengers. Uh, the new movie with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yep. So you saw it yesterday. Yeah. I saw it a few days ago. <laughs> uh, I thought it was really good. Um, it so. Basically, it's it's just like it, the the twists and turns are, are where where it peaked my interest. Yeah, we wanted to say spoil, ma- uh, major spoiler alerts here. Spo- spoiler alerts. Yeah, what's your favorite? What was your favorite part? So, I I really enjoyed the fact that they decided to have Chris Pratt be transgender and make it a lesbian relationship. I enjoyed that a yeah, lot. Yeah, that. So that that's what's interesting is because this isn't the feature. They so there's there's no gender. It's just you. You look like a gender, but there's no gender. It's kind of like um, seahorses. Yep. You know how seahorses they 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 have a sword fight to see who penetrates the other one, and then that one carry the one who gets penetrated has the baby. Was that an extra moment of science? That was a quick. Can we have a quick moment of science for seahorses? <laughs> I also so, so and, and so yeah. Well, because we that that's as we know whenever a movie is surprise directed by M. Night Shyamalan which they spring on yep. you right before the movie starts it just says directed by M. Night Shyamalan even though in the trailers so, and yeah. the credits you don't see that yeah it's that's the first that's the first time I've ever seen anything like that honestly they don't show you the in the in the trailers they don't show you uh, at the end they, they just say coming soon or whatever they don't show you who directs it or anything they don't show you any of the credits so when when I saw that it was directed by M. Night Shyamalan, I was fucking excited because I don't know if you've seen the movie The Village. Yeah, that yes. Some twists and turns. Major it's twists not and turns. a great movie, but when you, when you find out in the end, spoiler alert, that they're not actually in an old colony. They're actually in real time uh, in the future. Uh, that That's shocking. M. Night Shyamalan is just – I mean that guy's known for his twists. So my, fa- my, my favorite part though is when they realize that they haven't woken up 90 years early, they're actually on the – other side of their of their voyage back home. Yeah, that 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 this this ship, I forget what the hell it's called, but it's going back to Earth. I think it's called I think it's called Passenger. Yeah, 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 the ship, Passenger. Yep. Yeah. Passenger, I think it's what was it? Passenger 7212 or something? <laughs> yeah, Passenger 7212 Avalon. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, so wait. So tell me tell me why you like that part though. So, I really enjoy the fact that they linked it to The Matrix because Lawrence Fishburne reprised his role as Morpheus in this movie. It's really great to see Larry Fishburne continuing to get work and it was yeah. the concept of him Oh, hey, hey, take- hey, wait, quick quick interjection here. 
um, people we don't want to lose. Add Lawrence Fishburne to the list. Absolutely. Larry Fishburne, stick around for as long as possible. Love me yep. some Lawrence Fishburne. So Re- sorry, continue. Representing out there for all the actors with uh, pockmarks. Anyway, yep. uh, they, the, the whole concept of Morpheus taking the uh, civilization of Zion and taking it away from Earth in order to get away from the, the Sentinels and then yeah. waiting until the Sentinels ran out of human batteries to use and then going back once they were all dead is a totally brilliant continuation of it. Well, that's what, that's what shocked me is because I didn't know going into this movie. It just looked good to me. I didn't know that it was um, a sequel to uh, the Matrix trilogy. Like, I had no idea. I don't think I don't think anybody uh, has any idea going in. When we're sorry if we spoiled this for anybody, but it's it's yeah. it's a bit it's a big one, so it's a must see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So moving on to other other science related um, science fiction movies, um, Star Wars, Rogue One, a Star Wars good, story, good or bad, good or bad, uh, a total mess for the first hour, and then bliss for the last forty five minutes with that beach set piece. So you fell asleep. We both right? did. I fell asleep as well. And here's where I think there's a bit of a conspiracy theory because when you sleep, you don't know if other people are sleeping or not. If I fell asleep seven and a half minutes in or whatever, how do I – how do I – how am I sure that they didn't uh, try to brainwave all uh, – what am I trying to say? You, what, you're, what you're saying is that your theory yeah. – your theory is that they – made sure that everybody falls asleep for the first part of the movie. Maybe using th- hypnosis. Using hypnosis. Maybe it's just the accent that Forrest Whitaker's character was trying to do that puts you into oh, a trance. Jesus Christ. Or it's just yeah. uh, the the blazing, piercing eyes of Mads Mikkelsen, who was Le Chief in Casino Royale and now is uh, uh, Jin Urso's dad, Kalen yeah, Urso. I love Le Chief in, uh, in Casino in, Royale. Casino Royale. Royale, yeah, yeah, Ble- bleeding out of his eyes and stuff. Absolutely, Matt, Mads Mikkelsen, the actor, does a pretty good job as uh, the elder Urso, uh, who's really responsible for creating the Death Star. The problem is they sucker us into the rooting for Jin Urso by giving us the you know scene with her parents getting taken away as a kid, and yeah. I just it's it's way too vanilla screenwriting one on one for for me. She she wasn't a good character. There's no, there's no depth to her. Uh, one second she's saying, "Oh, I don't care," and then the next second she's saying, "Oh, I care." It, there was no, there was no transition there. It was on a dime. She's like, "Oh, I don't care. I just care about my dad." And then it's like, "Oh, I care about the rebellion." I don't. I just. I didn't get it. I didn't get the character progressions. I didn't get how she falls in love with that guy. They didn't like each other. They never did. They had one scene where their faces got close when they were talking, and everyone thought they were going to make out, and then they didn't, and people were just like. Why are they trying to force this relationship on us when not everyone in the theater has a relationship? Right, and I you know I think saying? that I think that it's kind of like a bunch of the Christopher Nolan movies where you try to make up for bad badly written characters with a bunch of really good acting. I think the acting was pretty good, and yeah. they also I just think the ultimately you go to Star Wars because of the spectacle of it and yeah. that they they knocked out of the park because it looks flawless. The production design was great. All the X-Wings and TIE Fighters and Imperial Star Destroyers, yeah. that all looked great. Death Star looked great. The the one shot of uh, Ben Mendelsohn, the bad guy uh, yeah. in the white cape, looking up and seeing the Death Star like on the horizon is, is just a really cool concept because that's the most horrifying thing in the entire universe. Because he, he knew he was... Toast. He absolutely knew he was getting fried. So and that, yeah, that was amazing. I love, I, you know what? 
I I so let me just give you a little bit of a little bit of background here. I um did the sorting thing for Harry Potter online the other day. Oh, what house so, are you? Uh, I'm Slytherin. Uh, okay. So I so yeah, I'm a menace. I like to watch the world burn around me. Um, I'm uh you know I like to be kind of the outsider. Um, so in that way, I actually so continuing with that kind of uh, theme, I'm actually a big fan of the Death Star. I, it's it's a very iconic weapon. It's cool. It is so cool. Seeing it seeing it rise seeing it rise on the horizon is amazing. The power of it, symbolically. The awesome power of the Death Star. Yeah, exactly. It is the ultimate weapon. I think. Well, no, I don't think we need a Death Star here, but definitely not. Pretty cool. Yeah, probably not. So ultimately, Rogue One, thumbs up or thumbs down. I give it. I give it uh, an Herbert and Roper uh, one thumb to the side. All right. I I I, 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 I like. I liked it. It, it had its moments. I, I my the 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 bar is not set too high for me for Star Wars movies, especially the non main canon episodes. Yeah. So that just on that that last forty five minutes alone, thumbs up for me. Yeah, the last forty five minutes were pretty good. All right, Sam, that is going to do it for us today. This is one of our longest podcasts ever. We're just about at the 52-and-a-half-minute mark of this podcast, uh, which is a ton. But I think that we did a good job, even though we had to take a little break in the middle so I could clear clear some space on my startup disk. Hopefully, I'll get an external hard drive and also some other better podcast equipment with my fantasy football winnings because I won two fantasy football leagues. Woo! Uh, yeah. Shasta Tien, who was a, a great runner-up in uh, both those hey, fantasy football finals. Tien, uh, second place is is second is pretty good. Second best to first, but if you ain't first, you're last. So it's a shame you've had but, to finish last. Hey, seriously, shout out, shout out to Tien. I miss those guys, um, and Elliot, and all those guys. So shout out to them. And um, sorry that he had to suffer two losses to you. I don't <laughs> yeah. think we'll ever hear the end of it. So, Sam, do you want to give the people any way they can contact you before we get out of here with some housekeeping? Yeah, if you want to, if you want to tweet me at um, at SL, <coughs> too many, I have too many pretzels. <clears throat> at SLHANNONN. Again, I, I usually only tweet Sean Hannity when I'm drunk. Um, so, but it's a great place to reach me. And then also um, at MySpace, uh, MySpace.com backslash Doctor S underscore coolio that's c-o-o-l-i-o cool like the other side of the pillow fantastic sam as always you can listen to all episodes of fighting fire with fire at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire listen to us on itunes or on google play leave us a review get leave us a like leave us five stars and uh sam say bye to the people hey bye guys it's great to be back and we're gonna we're gonna be coming out with a with a with a lot of content coming up so get ready Happy uh, end of 2016, guys. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Me and Sam will see you in 2017. So long. We made it. We made it. We We made made it. it. Cheers.